welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Mythed Up. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Laura. And this week, we are going to be comparing two heroes, one from Norse mythology and the other from Greek. Hopefully, you should recognize at least one of them. They're Sigurd and, wait for it, Achilles. So last week, we talked about Kuklin. Um, an Irish hero who died young and had a cursed spear. He was a pretty metal dude, so go <laughs> check that out, guys. Yeah, but hey, he had a girl. He got the girl. But, um, if, like Laura said, if you haven't checked that out, definitely go check that out. Also, um, check out our first episode, too, if you haven't looked that one up. It, it talks about, um, different mer- versions of the myth of Hades and Persephone, um, versions that are definitely a lot more like love stories than the one you were probably taught in school. So both very interesting, very good stories, some very good discussion at the end. So definitely go check those out. So first we're going to talk about uh, Sigurd, or Siegfried, as uh, others would know him. That's how I know him, so... I'm going to call him Sig. (laughs) I think we're all just going to call him Sig. Sig. Sigurd is the son of a dude named Sigmund who was killed by Odin in disguise. And gosh dang it, Odin. And while he was dying, uh, he tells his wife, who is pregnant with Sigurd, that, okay, this dude broke my sword, but my son can have it. And uh, so later on... Ooh, broken sword, best <laughs> gift ever. Later on, uh, his mom goes and marries a king, and Sigurd, Sigurd, Sig, is fostered by a dude named Rain. What a name. (laughs) And so Odin, in disguise again, comes and says, hey, okay, you need a horse. Here, try this one. And the one he pointed out was a descendant of his own horse, Sleipnir. Who we will be talking about next week, so stay tuned. Um, so, there was this whole thing about he was trying to get a sword, and he kept breaking swords, and Rain kept making him more swords, and so Sig was finally like, okay, here, use the broken sword my dad gave me and make that into a sword. And oh, broken sword. Rain did that, and Sig kind of cut through his anvil, <laughs> but, you know, shing. Classic myths. Uh, so he goes and kills the dragon Fafnir, who is a whole other myth all on his own. He's apparently related to some human wizard and an otter dude. And apparently they're all brothers. That's so. Norse mythology for you. Yep. <laughs> so... Odin tells him to build trenches and bathe in Fafnir's blood, because apparently that makes you immortal. Not immortal. Invulnerable. (laughs) And so he does that. He gets everything off, but he forgets to take a leaf that was stuck to his back off. So that's his only invulnerable point. You can probably kind of call it an Achilles heel, am I right? (laughs) 
Um, he also drinks the blood of Fafnir because apparently that helps you kind of learn the language of... Love! No, no, it's... He learns the language of birds. Love of birds. <laughs> he kind of needs it. I kind of wish he had learned the language of love. Maybe he wouldn't have died then. So he meets this girl named Brynhild, who's a shield maiden, and she prophesizes that being with her will lead to his end. Too much but for love. <laughs> <laughs> so Brynhild. <laughs> so he kind of swears himself to her anyways, and... Uh, in some versions, she's an ex-Dockery, but was kind of cast down for some reason by Odin. Y'all who've seen Ragnarok, you best know who the Valkyries were. <laughs> Actually, that that Valkyrie in Ragnarok is based off of Brynhild. Uh, yeah! <laughs> and so, that's a thing. But, uh, Sigmary is another girl. And has children with that girl. And so Bryn is given to this girl's brother. And so they're kind of... Sig and Bryn are now brother and sister-in-law, sadly. <laughs> and you know uh, is. Bryn is mad, so she kind of instigates stuff and gets... Sig's family killed, and then uh, Sig's Sig's brother-in-law gets mad too, and in some versions he's killed in bed by his brother-in-law, while in other versions he's killed in a forest, but either way he's killed by his brother-in-law, and then uh And then Sig throws a his sword at him and kills him too. But at the end of the myth, they both kind of just die. And then Sig gets a funeral pyre, which then Bran throws herself in with Sig, so they both die. Ooh. Feel good stories, am I right, guys? Love, 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 love. He needed that language of love. <laughs> um... But now that we're done with our um, our pal Sig, um, we're going to move on to the hero that I'm going to really hope you guys have heard of. Because if you haven't, what did you learn about in school? <laughs> um, so we're moving on to a hero from Greek mythology, Achilles. Hey. So Achilles was the... Um, Excuse me for tripping up. He was the son of a Nereid named Thetis. Now, if you don't know what a Nereid is, um, I'm going to enlighten you. <laughs> so, a Nereid is basically um, a daughter of Nereus, um, who, if if I remember correctly, was a, a Titan. Um, Y'all know the Titans. They were the um, ancestors of the gods of Olympus. Um, 
So y'all better know. Y'all like Kronos was the father of Zeus and Hades and Poseidon and Hestia and Hera and um, Demeter. That's her name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Nerid is a Titan, and Thetis is one of his daughters, which makes her a Nerid. Um, so Achilles was the son of the Nerid Thetis and Peleus, um, who was a king of a people called the Myrmidons. I'm, that's how I'm going to pronounce that. I'm not exactly sure, but that's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, now, originally, she wasn't going to marry Peleus. Um, she had two suitors. Um, they might sound familiar. Their names were um, Zeus and Poseidon. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know them at all. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> A little familiar. But um, Zeus and Poseidon were her suitors, and they were basically rivals at that point because they both wanted her hand. And um, then Prometheus tells Zeus, y'all, I'm, I'm hoping you guys know who Prometheus is. He, like, gave the humans fire and stuff in Greek mythology. Yeah. Anyway, Prometheus tells Zeus about a prophecy that was told about um, Thetis's child. And that would be that she would have a son that would be greater than his father. So Zeus and Poseidon are like, oh, no. No, we don't, we don't want to get killed off like our daddy. You know, and his daddy before him. So yeah, no, 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 no. We're we're not we're not gonna marry you anymore, cause cause we don't want to have a kid that overthrows us. Hey, uh, hey, hey! Love me, love me. Oh wait, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. go away. I love you. Wait, you're gonna have a son that's gonna be better than me? No, nope, never mind, never mind. <laughs> so she marries Thalias instead. Um. Now there's also an alternate version where she like, um was really strict with, like, Hera's laws about marriage and stuff, and she just wouldn't marry Zeus because he was married to Hera, and, you know, she was trying to respect Hera and things like that. But that's not the more common version. So anyway, Thetis has Achilles, and she tries to make him mortal. Uh, so she dips him in the river Styx by his heel. Um, and... That, that makes him invulnerable everywhere except his heel where she was grasping him, the one part that didn't touch the river Styx. Um, there's, also, there's also another version where she like tried to burn him. Um, if you guys have read Percy Jackson, this, this would make sense. But um, she tries to anoint him in ambrosia and burn him in the fire to burn off the mortal parts of his body. And his father catches them just in time, so Thetis abandons them. And Peleus um, puts Achilles with Chiron, the centaur, who trained a lot of Greek heroes. Um, and they, like, cut off his, he his foot and replace it with another one. So, like, his, his heel is weak. Um, but, you know, most people know the River Stick story, and that's the story we're going to stick with right now. But either way, no matter what version of the story you're talking about, he has a weak heel. Weak heel. Um, so, you know, time goes on, he grows up, he becomes this great warrior, um, and he helps Odysseus, um, from the Odyssey in the Trojan War. Um, there is a version that talks about how, um, his mother and or father 
um, try to keep him from joining the Trojan War. Um, because there's um, some prophecy about his life that he's either going to live a long, ordinary life or he's going to have a great life of glory but die young. Hey, that um, sounds kind of like coo. Yeah, <laughs> cuckooing, you know. Parallels, whoop, whoop. But um, so he wants to join this Trojan War with his friend Odysseus, but Thetis don't like that. Peleus don't like that. Um, so they, tr- they try to hide him on this island of Skyros, um, and he's disguised as a girl, um, and he's hidden in the court of Lycomedes, the king of Skyros. Um, so he lives with Lycomedes' daughters, um, and he may or may not have raped one of them, we don't know, you know, but, um... There's, there's a couple versions of the story where Odysseus goes to Skyros and he discovers Achilles' identity. Um, one is because he's, like, selling women's clothes and he puts, like, a couple weapons in with it and, you know, Achilles picks up the weapon and he's like, oh, that's Achilles. That ain't no girl of the court. <laughs> um, and another one is, like, um, Odysseus has someone, like, blow a trumpet to, like, make people think that there's an attack and instead of running with the other girls Achilles like Achilles um like bulks up to fight um he's like oh there he is you know um but Achilles joins Odysseus in the Trojan War um and there's a bunch of long boring stuff with that but uh, I mean all that's really necessary is he joins the Trojan War his hetero life partner dies (laughs) yes yeah um someone Patroclus. Patroclus, that's that's how I'm going to pronounce it. I don't know. People pronounce it differently, but um, they were in the in the Iliad. Um, it only implies that they're best friends, but there are later works that theorize that they were lovers. It's just guy uh, love, guy love. There's <laughs> nothing gay about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he dies in the Trojan War. Um, and then Achilles, um, you know, I'm hoping this part y'all know, but, um, Paris, um, the man who had wanted to marry Helen of Troy. And basically started the Trojan War. Yeah, the guy who started the Trojan War. Um, he just shoots Achilles in the heel with an arrow, and he done died. Um... I mean, there are other versions that say that it was poisoned, so not, like, hinting at any point to his, like, invulnerability. Because there are some versions that don't talk about him being invulnerable at all. Um, and there's also um, another t- entirely different version, and if I'm being honest, it's not the most popular, well-known version, but it's it's my favorite version. Um, he falls in love with Paris's sister, Polyzena. And so he asks their mother, Priam, for her hand in marriage. And, you know, it's the middle of the Trojan War. And Priam is heading a wedding for Achilles and Polyxena. But Paris realizes that if Achilles marries Polyxena, he can't marry Helen. So when they're in the middle of this ceremony, Paris, like, hides in the bushes all stealthy-like. And he shoots Achilles in the arrow. In the arrow. (laughs) He shoots Achilles... In the heel, and he dies. 
How fun. Wasn't there a mention of halfway through a wedding and you get killed? You know. Happy endings, everybody. Oh, yeah. But wasn't there a mention of it being a divine arrow? Um, I believe so, yes. In some versions, it's a poison arrow. In other versions, yeah. Um, yeah, in, in other versions, it is a divine arrow. Um, so, yeah, some, some versions, he's not invulnerable at all, or at least it's not mentioned. Um, although, if it's a divine arrow, it probably would be able to pierce through that invulnerability. But, um, yeah. But in, in most well-known versions, he, he has that invulnerability. Um, and in the one they teach you in school, it's usually where he was dipped in the river Styx and not anointed with ambrosia and burned in the fire, you know? But like I said before, if you guys have read Percy Jackson, um, more specifically the Heroes of Olympus, um, in, in flashbacks, uh, Leo Valdez, that happens to him as, as an infant, if, if I'm remembering correctly. And then there was Percy who got dipped in river sticks. So. Yes, yes. Percy, yes. If you guys remember that too, he he jumped in the river sticks, and I believe it was the last of the five books. Yeah. Um, Second or last. Yeah. So there, there you guys have it. Achilles and Sigurd, everybody. Let's go! It's started i would like to point out that a couple minutes ago a guy just passed the room that we are recording in with what i believe to be a towel wrapped around his head it could have been a blanket you know i don't know it was just this big blob on his head, on his head. <laughs> but you know this is this is high school he literally just looked in the window at us and the three of us just kind of mutually laughed i don't <laughs> even know who he was but you know that's high school for you so, um, I guess now we're just kind of going to go over um, Sigurd and Achilles in modern and popular culture. Yeah, compare and <laughs> contrast them too. So, Sigurd actually appears in a lot of media, even though I had never heard of him until I came across this one series. And Achilles is actually also in it, and they actually have some pretty interesting interaction. Mm-hmm. Even though they didn't know he their actual names they were just writer and saver but you know <laughs> no so they're both invincible what a what a coincidence right Whoa. they both they both died because their brother-in-law didn't want them to be married or didn't like them or something yeah at least in one version of Achilles but yeah yeah they, they soon to be, or their brother-in-law, just was like, no, die. Pew, 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 arrows. Divine intervention. Mm-hmm. Odin with Sigurd and, like, everyone in the Trojan War with yeah. Achilles. Yeah, literally. 
Also, if there's the one version that we talked about with Achilles getting shot with the divine arrow, mm-hmm. there's there's some of that too. Meanwhile, the only other way Achilles appears in popular culture that we knew of was the Achilles heel and the Achilles tendon, and you know that's that's self-explanatory because that's the one place that he was vulnerable. There's actually yeah. a place in Erie called the Achilles running shoes or something. These people are listening in, like, internationally. They don't know what Erie is. Here in our town, there is. <laughs> Here in our town, there's a place called Achilles Running Shoes or whatever. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't know why it would be Achilles, though. You'd think more Hermes, but, you know. You know. You know. Apparently, Achilles is going to be forever associated with feet now. You know what? I kind of I remember that shoe place now. Now that I think about it, it's yeah. We live in a small town, but it's in the it's in the city yeah. that we live outside of. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, since we're doing this discussion, you know, which we always do. I don't know why I had to point out that we were discussing, <laughs> but um. <laughs> I guess I also want to point out um, some similarities between Achilles and another Norse hero named Balder. Um, now, you guys know some of the Norse gods and goddesses, I'm assuming, from Marvel. Thank you, Marvel. Um, Odin and Frigga, who's... Frigga in, in the Marvel comics is an incarnation of a couple goddesses that are all believed to be the same in some aspects, like um, Freya, and there is one named Frigga. And then there's there's one more, but um, I can't remember her name right now. And then there's Loki, and there, there's Thor. Um, well, in Norse mythology, Frigga, Freya, I'm going to call her Frigga, um, she had a son named Baldur. And, yeah, no, it's not like no hair, you're going bald. It's B-A-L-D-R. Just R. No and for those that there. didn't know, Heimdall is actually Heimdall-er. In Norse mythology, he just has a random R at the end of his name, but you know. Um, so she has a son named Balder, and she favors him a lot. And so she asks, like, everything on Earth and in the sky, like, don't harm my son. So basically he's invincible to basically, like, everything. Like, wood and metal and, you know, like, random things like grass blades and flowers Flowers can't hurt it. Um, and except one thing. Mistletoe. Mistletoe is the one thing that Frigga did not appeal to not to hurt her son. And Loki, like, literally despised Balder because, you know, he's the favorite. Loki isn't technically Frigga and Odin's child, even adoptive in the Norse, com- in the Norse comics. Yeah, <laughs> totally comics. In Norse mythology. Um, but... You know, he's he's still a deity. And he gets freaking jealous of Balder because Balder is the favorite. He gets jealous of him the same way he gets jealous of Thor in, in the MCU and in the Marvel comics. Um, so you can relate it to that. So he fashions an arrow out of mistletoe. And he shoots Balder. And Balder dies. So it's it's very similar to Achilles in that sense, where they're both invulnerable, although Achilles is just invulnerable in general, except in that one spot on his skin, like his skin is unbreakable, except on his heel. 
and Balder is just invulnerable to objects except mistletoe. But they were both killed by an arrow, um, either in a vulnerable place or with a vulnerable object. And I just wanted to point out their similarities. But hey, at least because of that myth, now we can kiss people under the mistletoe. Yeah, that that is how we got mistletoe. Yeah, um... A little extra elaboration after Balder was killed with that arrow by Loki. Um, she um, claimed that she was going to hang mistletoe in doorways, and anytime someone was standing under the mistletoe, she was going to kiss them um, to make mistletoe a good thing instead of um, leaving it as the thing that killed her son. So that was... Poor lady. Yeah. So if you're ever wondering... How we got mistletoe. There you go. Three myths in one video. You know, that's three, how Three we myths do. in one podcast, not video. What am I saying? <laughs> that's how we do. You know, that's you. I want to say that Fafnir actually shows up in Marvel Comics. Like, don't quote me on it. It's, it's like, uh, I don't even know. It, it wouldn't surprise me. It might be Fafnir, or it might be his sword, which certain sources say it's ca- called, I don't even know, Balmung or something. Hmm. What? <laughs> I don't even know. Me too. But, like, yeah. Apparently something of Sigurd shows up. And, of course, there's Brynhild, whose idea was for that one Valkyrie from... Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok. She literally has no name. She's like Scrapper. I don't even know what number it is. I don't remember. I haven't seen it since November. Cut me some slack. But um, they literally just call her Valkyrie in like interviews and wow. videos and things like that about Ragnarok. Like they just call her Valkyrie. She was such a big character and then you don't even name her. Wow, guys. Shake my let's head. Just, let's just hope she gets a name in one of the other videos because they were planning on making her a love interest for Thor and that never happened. So either there's going to be another Thor movie or she's going to show up in one of the Avengers movies. <gasps> just make her love interest for Loki. <laughs> yeah, she has more chemistry with Loki. Yeah. We're getting off track. But, you know. <laughs> Come on, we got to talk about this. We, we can't just get on the topic of Norse mythology and not talk about Thor Ragnarok. Like, let's be serious. I mean, we're nerds. I mean, Thor already has that one girl. I can't remember the name. Jane. Jane. I loved Jane. Okay, Valkyrie has, like, no chemistry with him compared to Jane. Yeah. Valkyrie has more chemistry with Loki. We're, we're off topic again. <laughs> but you know what? We're not going to delete this because this is a good discussion. Yes. Even though it's irrelevant to Sigurd and Achilles, except the fact that it's based on Norse mythology. I mean... Valkyrie is based on Brynhild, so it kind of is relevant. Uh. Well, that that is all for this week. Um, next week may or may not be our last episode. Um, we were originally going to do six episodes at the very least, and now we've shortened it to four, and we're not sure if we're going to continue after our fourth episode or not. Um, we can't say for certain, so at this point just... Treat next week like the last episode until um, further notice. Um, but next week... We're either going to be talking about Loki's children, and if it is the last week, we're probably going to be talking about 
mythological and folklore creatures. Yes. We, we've had six episodes planned out, but we um, due to circumstances, we may have to shorten it. Um, so until further notice, next week we're going to be talking about two to four different mythological creatures. I thought there were six. Um, I thought you were doing two and I was doing two. Well, we'll surprise you. <laughs> we will surprise you. Um, so, if if not, you know, like Laura said, we'll be talking about Loki's children. Yeah. So, which would be pretty cool. So, we shall see. Bye, listeners. <laughs>